My name is Anakin Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change Be Bold. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. Hey, 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 it's magic, you know. Hey guys, welcome to For Change People. Welcome to the episode. It's magic, you know. Hey guys, Friday. It is Friday. Happy Friday to each and every one of you. So on this week's episode, I have an amazing guest who's going to be sharing her passion, her business, and talking more to us about how you can too start your business. She's going to be sharing some tips with us also so you have to listen to the remaining of this episode so today our guest is natasha knight she is the founder of crumsy cookie and she is a local here in las vegas so let me give you some information some background information on natasha so she is the happiest person when she is spending time in the kitchen with her family her entire life is revolved around food her career is in hospitality management and it has taught her the sweet boss lady skills a vital asset for an entrepreneur and while learning these fundamentals natasha explored her passion for baking through world travels research and lots and lots of taste testing so our guest today knows her in and out in the food industry how are you doing today i'm good can you hear me okay I can. I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> awesome. 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 <laughs> I am excited to talk with you and to learn more about your company and to get some more information. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I am excited to just, first of all, I did not know you were Jamaican. Oh, which yeah. <laughs> took me through the moon. Like I had no idea. I started like listening to some of the past episodes and I was like, yes, yes, yes. And just listening to how you created the title and, and it was, there were so many things that you've touched on in your past episodes that just aligned with kind of this path that I'm on now. And I was just oh like, this is meant to be. <laughs> So Thank it's really, you. It's really great what you're doing. It's really great to just have a female voice that's out there that's kind of outside of the noise that we always get every day. Exactly. And I think that now it's just more important that with everything that's changing so much, we kind of have a very unique perspective on how we can move forward, how we can contribute, how we can kind of, you know, put everyone together exactly. in this way. Exactly. I know I, I built yeah, this platform for entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs who want to just, you know, showcase their business and their brand. Because I know, you know, there's so many people on the internet, but right. if we have a community, uh, an area where someone can say, hey, let me go back and listen to this episode and how to build this particular business, then, you know, you have the information there. You have it from someone who have done the work. And you right. can go back and listen and gain some knowledge from what they have done. So, yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And, and you hit on such a good point because 
it really is about doing the work. You know, when I when I think back to a year ago or even two years ago, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> you know, and and I think that a lot of people, especially when you have, I mean, I feel like over the years I've had tons of ideas, and a lot of what kind of stops you in that process is, okay, how am I going to put this together to make it work? And I think exactly. there are so many people that they get to that point and then they just stop because they don't know how, they don't know where to get the resources, and um, just through my work experience, I kind of built up those skills where, you know, you really couldn't go to your superiors in any job and just be like, I don't know. It's like, well, you better figure it out <laughs> really quick. Exactly. You have to. <laughs> and you, you have to. to you, whatever you're doing, you know. Yes, you have to figure it out. You have to know exactly, you know, what you want to do and how it's going to align with your purpose at the end. So, yeah, um, uh, I'm so excited. It's all about you. So um, <laughs> it's all about you sharing about your company. And um, I just want to first jump in and say, you know what? The um, P PJ um, peanut butter and um, cookie that you have. Yes, I've yeah. been eyeing it. I've been like, okay. oh, God, I want to eat it, so. <laughs> Well, let me tell you. So first I said, okay, well, let me see if I can bring some cookies um, yesterday or today because I do, It's we'll talk about what's happened to me since COVID, but I do run around and deliver and I also ship. And yeah. so um, yesterday I said, okay, I have a few orders to ship. So I get to the kitchen because um, I actually rent a, a commercial space. Uh, me and several other bakers use the space um, right. independently and we schedule mm -hmm. together. So I get there and I'm just walking around getting everything set up. And I, I said, let me go back outside. I said, I think I saw like a floor mat because I had a pickup order. So let me go straighten out the floor mat. Of course, I go outside. Boom, the door closed. And now I'm locked out of the kitchen. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm like, okay, let me figure this out. And thankfully, um, one of our neighbors in the office park had a key. Nice. But, um, you know, I was like, wow, you know, there's all these little things that can just pop up, especially when you're working for yourself, you know, yeah. you know how and like you have a job you can say oh okay well so-and-so is coming in 20 minutes nobody's coming in 20 minutes you have to figure it out you know <laughs> and um just being able to be adaptable so mm -hmm. that's the biggest that's the biggest takeaway that I've gotten just from really taking this from an idea that I had had for a really long time um I had been in restaurant and hospitality management for years and worked my way up I had decided kind of maybe two or three years in from serving and bartending part-time while I worked admin jobs, office jobs that I had really great ideas and I would love to see a concept like this or a concept like that. that yeah. It's, it's hard because you, you want to support the businesses that are there, but you also kind of have this feeling, this tension, like, gosh, if I had the resources, I could do this, this, and this. Exactly. And especially <laughs> with, um, you know, West Indian cuisine. And, and all those kinds of things, because we don't really see a lot of that in the mainstream restaurants. You know, if you go to one of these big chain restaurants, they might have a jerk something or. But it's not the same thing. Not the same thing. <laughs> not the same thing. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was great for me just being in the restaurant industry because I got to see a lot of the behind the scenes, what it really takes to put something together. Mm -hmm. And, 
I continued to progress. And it's just funny because one of the posts that um, you had written on Instagram uh, a, a few posts ago was about how kind of like this idea of politeness, mm-hmm. um, especially being an African-American woman, you know, this idea of you, know, you don't really want to rock the boat too much, so to speak. Exactly. And, but you have to always be aware of yourself because someone could take just you being you as um, a, a threat, a, a misunderstanding, whatever it is. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and, and being in restaurants, you, you are, you're interacting with so many different kinds of people all the time. And so I, I really learned how to be able to communicate um, about myself through how I presented myself, but I was also kind of absorbing how, how do people see me? How do people, you know, respond to a black woman that is in a leadership position? And it, it was interesting because as much as I wanted to kind of progress in restaurant management and, and I did continue to progress, I really felt like people were more comfortable giving me praise for work, but not necessarily seeing me in an executive leadership role, so to speak. <laughs> and, um, you know, at the, the higher up that I went, the more that I was pretty much either the only or one of t- maybe two or three people um, of color in a leadership position. Um, and it was really something that was kind of always tugging at me, the fact that mm-hmm. in, you know, more, I guess, upscale or fine dining establishments, very seldom you see uh, black men and women working in those establishments. And so there is, I think, on on an industry level, a lot of change that needs to happen. And so I said, let me take a step back. And when I relocated to Vegas, I, I always knew, I said, okay, well, if I can't get this off the ground, I can always go back to management. But I really wanted to see what would happen if I just yeah. took the leap, you know, mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't have to wonder what if. Exactly. And that's, that's really what, you know, a lot of people live with every day is just thinking, mm-hmm. okay, well, I could do this. And that's, I think that, you know, everything that's happened with COVID has been so great because it's really given people the time to think and say, well, this is the worst that could happen. I know. We're yesterday, still here. <laughs> yesterday, I actually was talking to someone and they looked at me and they're like, oh my God, you're doing so much. And then I smile and I'm like, to myself, I'm like, I'm not doing anything I know, anything there's a list. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing anything yet. I want to do so much more. And then the person, and then I said to the person, you know what? One thing I've learned through the entire COVID-19 is that so many people did not have anything to rely on. They had that one job and exactly. that was the job. And they couldn't yes. look to the left or to the right because they had nothing else. And then I said to her, you have to start building something apart right. from it, you know? Right, right, <laughs> exactly. And and I, I really feel like um, we've, I guess maybe our generation is very unique is because when you look at our, our parents' generation, even my grandparents, so my grandmother moved from Jamaica and she became a citizen in the 50s. And so, you know, my mother was born here and we kind of have a unique perspective because we know Jamaican women are the hardest working women on the planet. We know <laughs> This, this is the fact. I don't want to. Everybody's hard too much, but it was Listen, a fact. we're not saying we're the only ones, okay? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we have the data to prove it. And, um, you know, that was always something that was instilled in me is that, you know, even when you have a job, you're going to give it all you have. Even if it's not the job that is or the position that you want, you still give it 110%. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think at the expense of that, we leave a lot of stuff on the table in terms of what are we giving ourselves in terms of 110%? Mm-hmm. I had to actually consciously go into this thinking, okay, 
I need to remove myself from this feeling that I have to contribute to this job and show up in a way, and I hate to say it, but like show up in a way where, you know, I have to continue to rise up because that was always my mode before. And I had mm-hmm. to really listen to what my ideas were. And so Crumsey really started when I, I started thinking about, okay, I want to do something food-based and I love to cook. I love to bake. And I wanted to find something that would give me financially uh, the the kind of uh, setup where I could do it and it would be quick and it would be something that would kind of catch a wide uh, base or a wide demographic. And so cookies kind of seemed like the natural match for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I love cupcakes. I love cakes. Their um, cakes are very labor intensive. And what I realized was that there were so many home bakers that loved, you know, baking and sharing mm-hmm. their treats. And there are so, there's so much talent. Look on social media. There is so much talent. There are so many million dollar businesses out there. That, and that's the thing about food is that there's enough room for everyone, especially exactly. in this country. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, it, you know, as you said that, I was talking to someone and I was like, you can look, there's a McDonald's like couple feet away from each other, but they're exactly. still making money. Yes. They're still building and they're yes. still creating and people are still going to buy from them. So if you have an idea, not because a brand out there might have that concept doesn't mean you can't twist it around and put it into your exactly. own and make it something that people are like, Ooh, I want to, I want this, you know? Right. Right. Um, I think when it's, when it's just you and you think you have an idea and you kind of, you have to kind of change your mindset mm-hmm. and say, okay, I'm operating from this place of, Oh, they already did that. They already did that. But it's like this place of scarcity. And I think changing that mindset to this abundant mindset, like, okay, well, there's plenty of cookies for everyone. You can have cookies over here. You get cookies over there and you can still, you know, really make your mark, um, exactly. whatever it is. And with the food business, I think that there are so many restaurant workers that are freaking out right now because yeah. Especially in Vegas, you know, um, there are people that, like you said, they don't have a plan B. They've never given themselves permission to have a plan yeah. B. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a lot of it. Just giving yourself permission. If I don't make a gazillion dollars, it's okay. I gave exactly. myself permission to try and I gave myself permission to succeed. Yeah. That's really yeah. the missing link. Um, and it's funny because even coming out here, I'm like, wow, this is a great place to live. It's so affordable. Um, people are really being able to have like free time. They can, you know, work almost part time in, in some industries and still be able to provide for their families. But with that comes like this sense of complacency because you kind of be like, okay, it's comfortable. I really don't have to do anything. <laughs> it's like, yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, yes, you do. Yes. Um, especially. I think more so that there's so many changes coming to Las Vegas. You yes. have to, you have to set a place for yourself. Um, right. The prices are going to go up soon if we don't realize yes. that. Um, the housing is not going to be the same anymore. They're not going to be cheap anymore. Right, right. <laughs> so, right. so like, we got to start thinking like that. So, Natasha, what are some of your, um, before we go to that, because I was going to talk about the cookies. Oh, yes. <laughs> There's one thing I wanted to ask. Um, you know, you mentioned that you traveled and you have done like researching, researches and like taste testing. Like, how was that yes. in the creation or coming up with the ideas for your cookies? 
Oh man. So, so even throughout my career, I would always be able to, wherever I worked, like, okay, I'm going to need some time because I need to go and see the world. And it's, that's always been something that's been kind of instilled with me. Um, because I grew up in New York, which is still a huge melting pot. And even traveling when I was younger, you know, to Jamaica, Puerto Rico, um, Dominican Republic, getting those influences just from, things that are a few hundred miles away, you know, seeing yes. how how there's change in, in cuisine and traveling to Europe. We went to Greece and I would see these little kiosks on the corner and they had the most amazing pastries. And it would be like, you know, a little elderly man or woman and they would just be selling like their homemade donuts and they'd come out and they're like, wow, this is just like, this is the life, you know, exactly. Just walking by, <laughs> you wave hello. It's just, it was just so, you know, um, kind of like idealistic to me. Um, and when I traveled to Asia, that's when I really understood how different cultures, especially with sweets, yes. what they like as sweets. That to me just blew my mind just to see like how like, like their candies are different, just the flavors are different. There's a lot more fruit flavors and different spices and teas infused into like you look at a, a matcha pocky stick. So it's a pretzel with like a white confection with matcha green tea powder. And it has like the most unique kind of layers of flavor and yes. um, just trying to travel all around and see like pick up little things here and there and see how that influences when I come back home especially with even with like mexican pastries mm -hmm. Korean pastries, there's just so much and all those things along the way it's like okay well i might not necessarily have that in my cabinet now but i know that if i look to this culture i can get influence and kind of pull from here and there and everywhere so even with some of the cookies like they might be straightforward like they look like regular cookies but in some i might infuse like a chai spice so it just has another dimension may, and yeah. i think that just kind of um it's like my little twist on it <laughs> that's nice. i love to eat <laughs> oh there's a secret sauce or not really a secret sauce but there's a secret to the cookies so the yes. cream of the cookies <laughs> and yes. you so you make this Secret sauce on your own? Yes. Okay, I do make it on that. my own. <laughs> I do make it on my own. So when I started thinking about what I could do to make my product unique from everybody else's is that I, I love the idea of from scratch cookies because it's not just, you know, anyone can make cookies. You can go to your local wherever and get a tube of dough and throw them in the oven and they're still going to be good. Don't get me wrong. I will get down with some, you know, sugar cookies or chocolate chip cookies fresh from my local grocery store. Exactly. Yeah. I, I wanted to make them special. And so I started mm -hmm. thinking about each part and each element of the recipe that can make it special. So at one point I was thinking, oh, well, what if I milled my own wheat berries to make my flour? What if I made my own butter? And I was like, okay, this is going to turn into something totally different if I start doing that. <laughs> and um, so the two things that I really wanted to focus on was making sure and, and, and really kind of living that in my brand message that everything is made from scratch. And yeah. on top of that, creating these unique mix-ins that I put my own special twist on. So yeah. with my secret recipe is I make my brown sugar from scratch. And yes, he does. <laughs> that's something that, <laughs> that is something that definitely I have not um, really seen done before mm -hmm. in cookie um, a lot of times, especially when you have to buy things in bulk, it can be a little tedious, but I batch it in a way that it, it makes sense for me. So um, I really had to source the right sugar because you think about 
you know, kind of going into food history, all these ideas of like refined sugar and brown sugar, these are very, you know, relatively modern inventions. And you think about back, you know, a hundred years ago, there's no such thing. You know, they only had molasses and they only had, you know, the sugar came in a loaf. Yep. Um, you know, this is stuff that we are so kind of fortunate to have, like, oh, it's just already granulated for us. And so the brown sugar recipe that I use is it's, um, with organic, uh, cane sugar. And then I also use, uh, two different kinds of molasses. And then I infuse that with special spices. So that way, even in the sweetness, you're still (laughs) going to have another dimension of flavor. So it gives the chew to the cookie, but then it might be something you're like, I can't put my finger on it. What is that? And, um, and that's kind of how I kind of just made a distinction between, okay, that's, I could, you know, if I were to taste two different cookies and they both had chocolate chip, okay, that's my cookie. Yeah. Because I can tell from the sugar. Yeah. (laughs) And it's also, um, Vegan, right? Vegan skin. Yes. So when I was really designing the recipe, I wanted to create a recipe that no matter what I needed to do, it could be Mm -hmm. swapped out for vegan very easily. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times bakers are like pulling their hair out because they might have these great ideas, great cakes, and then they're trying to make it vegan. It's like, it's not the same. So in the continual testing and testing and testing, I said, all right, I need a recipe that I can easily swap out any ingredient for yes. dairy-free or gluten-free, and it will taste yeah. the So everything from chocolate chips, which sometimes might contain certain oils and things, or or even butter that is not um, completely vegan. So I had to source the right ingredients and be able to swap every, like if, if my regular chocolate chip cookie has three different kinds of chocolate chips, my vegan has have three kinds of chocolate chips. Um, gluten-free flour, you know, maybe not one particular brand might be the right one, but maybe blending two to get that perfect balance so that, you know, the amount of flour in my recipe, you can't taste the difference. Um, so each flavor, like I won't do a flavor if I can't do it also as vegan. Um, you know, it's, it's just for me, it's easier that way because I'd rather yeah. be upfront than have to go back. And now the cookies look totally different and things like eggs, which can be such a hassle. But, you know, you have to really kind of think, all right. There are so many different vegan products out there. Maybe this one can be my the one that I use for my go-to because it works for my cookies, it works for my cakes, works for everything. So, and it's that, just that flexibility too. Yeah, just, you know, with so many people, you know, changing their diets um, yes. so often, it shows that if they come to you and they say, "Hey, I want this for a party," you can say, "Okay, yeah, I have this covered. I have it for people right. who are vegan. We have it for people who are not vegan. So you're right. already covered. You know, you don't have to go back and say." Oh my God, like, yes, now you're like, what do I do? Right, exactly. Right. So, so those are the things that I wanted to think about beforehand. And I think, yeah. that, you know, it's really helped me to be able, because I, I think and that's something I took from the restaurant business is just, you always want to say yes, you know, whatever yeah. you can, as long as it's on message, it's like, okay, I want to say yes. So how can I make it so I can say yes every time? Yeah, exactly. So what are some of your signature cookies and which one is your favorite? Oh. And customer's favorite. <laughs> so... Favorite cookie. I would say if I couldn't get chocolate chip right, then I would just have to go find something else to do. So, so triple chocolate chunk is probably the most popular, mm-hmm. but my favorite, it really does change by the week. Some weeks, pe- peanut butter and jelly is what I need because I'll have, if I, if I need a cookie fix in the morning, peanut butter and jelly is my go-to. Um, and I like, I like to have a balance because I thought that maybe just having the classic flavors. Okay. So I have triple chocolate chunk and I have oatmeal raisin, but I wanted to kind of make deluxe flavors that, okay, once, you know, 
even to mix up within a box. It's like, okay, a yeah. dozen chocolate chip cookies are great, but how about six chocolate chip and then you try something fun? Uh, Oreo cookies have been my love since I was a kid. So I wanted to kind of do an homage to Oreo cookies with the cookies and cream cookie. And I use a dark cocoa and then I put Oreos in there. And then I put cookies and cream um, chocolate in there too with chocolate chips. So it gives you that dark cocoa taste that you get from an Oreo cookie, but you get that little crunch, but it's also chewy. It's got the white chocolate. So that one is, that's a banger. That one definitely is a good, like, you know, it's just, it's something that if you love chocolate, that's going to be your go-to. I was about to say, listen, I, listen, all the chocolate lovers out there, go for it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> The biggest surprise of my whole business is the people that say they don't like chocolate. And I'm just like, what? So that is also why I started thinking about what would be my version of a sugar cookie. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because you can do sugar cookies so many different ways. You can do a snickerdoodle, which I'm still really, really, really perfecting. And I have an idea that I want to kind of bring out in the fall when it's more like cinnamon spice, apple, things like that. But yeah. that sugar, sugar cookie for me was always like um, that flavor you get from like a yellow cake or birthday cake, like putting that in a cookie. So my birthday cookie is kind of like my version of a sugar cookie because it has sprinkles, it's a sugar cookie, a little bit of white chocolate, and it's fun, but there's no uh, chocolate flavor per se, like cocoa flavor. And yeah. um, even like with oatmeal, people, either they love it or they're like, ah. And I love oatmeal raisin classic, but I also have um, a white chocolate and cherry oatmeal cookie that is so good. That's another breakfast cookie. I eat a lot of cookies for breakfast. <laughs> it's another breakfast cookie as well. <laughs> So, okay. So when did you start your business? When did you start it? So I've actually, this will be July. This will be a year since I've actually started it and got it set up. And um, I had been toying around with the idea for probably, it probably took me about 18 months because I've actually been out here for two years. So yeah, it's kind of like as soon as I relocated here, I kind of got, you know, boots on the ground. I really started thinking about, okay, what is it going to be? What am I going to do that I can continue to expand on? And Mm -hmm. Crumsy was it. Like once I really started talking about it and letting people know what I was doing, it was coworkers, it was people popping up out of everywhere like oh 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 I'm like okay yeah, people love sugar and right exactly exactly yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because in my mind I said okay this is going to be something for kids I'm going to get tons of kids yeah, and pretty, I, when pretty. I started that's what I was thinking and then I started um really you know giving people samples and things and my one girlfriend said these are not cookies for children these are too nice for children these are adult cookies so you have a booze-infused cookie. So yes. Letting yes. adults out of it. Oh. You have a party. You, right. The hookup is right here. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That was another thing that I was like, okay, this is... Because when you think about... Um, so my background in restaurants is always in bar hospitality. Mm-hmm. And I thought about all the amazing flavors that could be yeah. in a cookie. And like they kind of play off of each other. And, um, so this cookie bar I'm developing now is kind of like you choose your spirit, um, and then we make a cookie out of it. So you kind of pick what ingredients you want in there and then we interpret it into a cookie. (laughs) Yeah. So they're, they're all 100% custom made. Um, we can do them as shots or as cookies, but it's just something to engage with people more. I think that now that people are at home, 
and they're, you know, looking for creative ways to either bring people over to their homes or to kind of just have an, even if they're staying in something fun, so they're not tempted to go out and, you know, risk and, you know, all this other stuff that's going on. Yes. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. So. All right. So. I want, because I like to ask this, you know, to all the entrepreneurs that I interview on here. So what are like maybe one or two tips that you can share with someone who is looking to start their own cookie company or maybe something in the food industry? What are, you know, some tips that you could share with them to get them started? Started. Yes. Um, I would say look to, look to people that are already doing your area of food expertise. Look mm-hmm. to those people as kind of like, just to envision yourself in that position. Um, some of my greatest influencers are, you know, Tabitha Brown, Martha Stewart, B. Smith. These were all women that, Sylvia's in Harlem. There are so many women that kind of paved the way in mm-hmm. the food and beverage industry. Um, and especially with baking, there's, you can just get inspiration from everywhere. Um, I would also say find out wherever you are what you need to do to be able to bake at home because that's how I started. I started baking at home. And in most states, you actually can run a food-based business from your home, um, but each state has different criteria. So look into what your state says about um, having the proper setup so that you can actually bake at home because that'll keep the cost down to a place where you can comfortably you know, work at your own pace, but also share your message and get the word out too. Exactly. It doesn't take much. It does not take much. I'm telling you, it just really takes know-how and a lot of the stuff, especially this is, um, this is, there's never been a better time to be an entrepreneur. You have everything at your disposal. I mean, from graphic design to social media outreach, everything. Everything. You can do everything. You don't have to hire anyone to do anything. If you don't want to now, you'll be extremely busy. (laughs) I would recommend getting some help, especially if it's, if you have a friend that is like-minded and loves something as much as you do see how you guys can team up and work together because that is i mean i i looking back that was probably the only thing that i would have asked for is just having another like like-minded baker but because i was really just wow bartending part-time working with friends that were either in school just had other stuff going on that would have been a dream and I, you know you never know you might have a great idea and then a partner will come to you exactly. you just have to get it going people have to know about it so network <laughs> network thank you yeah just listen to that episode about networking people being intimidated and i'm like it's so true yeah yeah you got to get out of that comfort zone um you said have us around oh god you know you know love that's my her. business <laughs> love her i just love that's her my business <laughs> i've spent many a night online i'm like i need to go to bed i'm like just one more just one more <laughs> all right before we cut this because it was such a great interview it was a great learning about you and learning Thank about your you. brand um tell us where we can find you and we can purchase those cookies and yes. um, give us like a few flavors that you have right now the name of your you know the cookies and then give us your ig information also yes of course so you can um buy cookies 24 7 online at crumbsycookie.com that's c-r-u-m-b-s-y cookie.com um all of our flavors there right now we have all of the classics we have uh triple chocolate chunk oatmeal raisin we also have the oatmeal white cherry um we have we're going to actually have this week the chocolate mint which is going to be really good mm-hmm. uh, 
cookies and cream. We have the peanut butter and jelly and the chocolate peanut butter mix. (laughs) Yes, peanut butter and jelly. Okay, I got you. I got you. (laughs) And, um, you know, we also have, uh, we're going to have a gift shop that's rolling out on Friday with a lot of fun t-shirts. So these are t-shirts that I created that really are just fun messages, not necessarily about cookies, but about being creative and baking and kind of that being something that you love to do. So they'll be great add-ons as gifts. And um, there's just a lot of fun stuff going on online. I'm right. also on, I'm on YouTube at Crumsy Cookies. So I'll be posting, I've kind of started recording me baking and Every day is like an adventure, so I'm recording that too. And um, you can check me out on Instagram at Crumsy Cookie and Facebook at Crumsy Cookie as well. So pretty much everywhere, it's all under Crumsy. Nice, nice, awesome. Um, you mentioned one thing and then it slipped my mind. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you said that on Friday, the T-shirt. You said that they can come. Is there going to be like a setup, a booth? What is it? Yes. Um, so on, if you check out the website, there's actually an online gift shop. And I have um, some mugs in there. But I was really kind of the past two or three weeks trying to source a Black-owned business that can supply T-shirts on demand without having a minimum order because I didn't want to have a lot of inventory here. I'm already in my guest room slash office, and it's packed <laughs> with <laughs> wrappers and boxes and all kinds of stuff. So I wanted yeah. to place where if I could provide my artwork, they could fulfill the orders as I get them in. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, I'm, I'm getting the samples into my family this week so they can take pictures and kind of, you know, rally everyone from all corners of the country. And, exactly. Um, utilize them. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so um, as long as that goes well, I have a backup supplier, but I'm really hoping that this supplier, and I'll, I'll let his name be out there once I see the quality of the shirts but we have the artwork ready and we have the shirts ready um those are going to be something just about being creative and about you know being in the kitchen and just being a cookie lady you know i think that especially with everything going on there are there are so many bakers out there that decorate and and create amazing creations with cookies and there are so many cookie ladies out there that need to be known let their presence be known Oh my God, that is so awesome. And you know what? All the best on your journey. And I will be here if you need me to promote anything or share anything. I'm here. Love that. Love that. Yes. I'm going to get some cookies to you. Please send me over your info because I'm going to get some cookies. I will. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Thank you, Annika. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining. (laughs) All right. You have just listened to a weekly episode of For Change People. Let's keep the conversation going by following me on my Instagram page and Facebook page at For Change People Podcast. Like, share, and subscribe. And until next week, have a wonderful Friday.